Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is up, IDP Army? Fantasy football fanatics. It's your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. I am here with my man Billy Manziel, and we are down doing the deep work down here in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl, the Reese's Senior Bowl. Haven't had any Reese's yet. We'll have to talk to him about that. But day one of practice in the books was an awesome, awesome time. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not done that already. We're putting out shorts. Follow us on TikTok, all that good stuff. But we're here to talk to you guys and gals about what we saw and how it's going to affect the the NFL draft and how it's going to affect our dynasty teams and fantasy football. And as always, we are the IDP Army, so we're going to talk about all fantasy football not just the offensive players, although we did see some big games today or some big uh, plays today, but we're going to talk about defensive players a little bit too. So, Billy, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, got a little sun today. It was very warm uh, down here. I feel for all of the people back in uh, Missouri where it's ice cold and sleeting and stuff because we're in South and it is hot down here. It was great, great weather day today. And the football was good too. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and just, I'm going to pull up our notes. Billy's been kind enough to put some notes together for us. We took notes all day. We took lots of videos. We're just going to talk to you guys and gals about what we saw day one. We're going to pull them up here now onto the screen so that you can view them with us. But let's go ahead and start with the national team practice the number one standout player to me was this running back here but the guy behind Bijan. go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you saw from the running backs and then the quarterbacks you have the notes here you're muted i got you just to start out roshan uh johnson was amazing i mean he looked like the most ready back that was in this entire practice today um Actually, I would say out of both teams. I mean, we kind of – I was kind of hoping a little bit more from Tajay Sharp. We'll get to him in a second in the American team. But as far as the national team goes, Roshan Johnson is amazing. I mean, he was behind Bijan, so we didn't really get to see him a whole lot. Um, but I think it was a huge mis- – like, we're all making a huge mistake discounting him just because he was behind uh, Bijan. I mean, a lot of people have said the murmurs of going around the crowd – is that the in like where they get drafted maybe a little bit closer than people realize? I think a lot of people thought Bijan will go in the first and then Roshan will go much later than that. And I think that it, it might be a first round, second round situation by the time this week's up. It's good, it's kind of a crazy to watch this happen in real time. Yeah, I mean, he did look like the most obviously most explosive player on the field, in my opinion, today on offense, especially for the running backs. Uh, he looked, he looked like the prototypical running back to me. I, you know, I don't come from this into this knowing a lot about college football. So, but I do watch the NFL and he looked like the closest thing to an NFL running back I saw today. So I'm excited to see how he progresses the rest of the week. We didn't watch the running back super duper closely necessarily today. So, but I am excited to watch him in drills later this week when they do go up against the linebackers and against the cornerbacks and all that. But you also had some comments here about the quarterbacks. Now we know that this is not a very strong quarterback class in general, 
the players that came down to the senior bowl obviously are generally, you know, four-year players, seniors, um, you know, good players or great players sometimes will come out early. I brought up this point to you that, you know, we're, you know, this isn't the best quarterback class and the guys that come to the senior bowl aren't the best guys, but that's kind of always the situation. The guys who are here are never supposedly the best, but you know, Justin Herbert was here. Jalen Hurts, who's about to play in the Super Bowl, was here. Josh Allen was here at the Senior Bowl. These are guys that weren't the number one, number two, number three overall picks. Some of them, some of them weren't even first, second round picks. You know, I mean, Jalen Hurts. I guess they said Nagy made a point today that he thought before Hurts came to the Senior Bowl, he was a a third round pick, and he ended up moving his needle up that much. And I do remember I was here for that Senior Bowl. Jalen Hurts did get a lot of buzz that week. Uh, people did like what they saw throwing, but I still think the the preconceived notions about him as a passer continue to linger on past what we saw here, which is why maybe it took a little while for him to get under center. But we saw we've seen what happened three years ago. Jalen Hurst was where we are now in this town. Now he's on his way to the Super Bowl. So there is some talent at quarterback that maybe we don't see. But what did you see today? So, I mean, last year's class for uh, quarterbacks, we, we kind of thought somebody was like maybe one or two of them were going to leak into the first round of the draft. I mean, we had Kenny Pickett here. We had Malik Willis here. We had like a lot of people um, down here that we were thought like Sam Howell, a lot of guys that we thought could sneak up in the first round. And then there was like Bailey Zappi here too, who was just here to kind of see if he was going to get drafted or not like that made more sense this year there is no mistake about it they're they're not going to go in the first round they're probably the second round seems like that could be the ceiling for some of these guys I think honestly the best quarterback down here Hendon Hooker can't even play this week because he's injured and he you know tore his ACL back in October or November and hasn't I mean he's here in you know his his body is here and he is able to talk to the media and to the teams that are down here but he is unable to actually perform so um as far as the other guys go from this class i mean jake hayner today looked horrible i mean it was a really bad start to the week um and i i mean you could see the frustration on some of the wide receivers faces with just the throws not being completed and like just the snaps being bobbled from the center to him to like the, that kind of connection and you know these guys have never played before so you do have to kind of give them benefit of the doubt but Jaron Hall, in in comparison, looked just fine. And Jaron Hall looked great um, out there. I, I would not say that he's, you know, a lot of people said I put him too low in my quarterback rankings. I think he's right about where he needs to be. I mean, he, he's about the sixth or seventh best quarterback, maybe eighth in this class. And that's kind of where I think he's going to stay. I, I definitely think Jake Hayner is going from probably sixth, seventh round out of the draft if he continues on this path that he's on now. But just the national team quarterbacks were bad. Malik Will, uh, Cunning, Malik Cunningham, who is supposed to be here this week and did get the weigh in, is unfortunately ill, so he was unable to uh, participate in the events today. He was back at his hotel, um, but I think just him not being there, Jake Hayner being bad, I, Jaron Hall looking good but not great. Like it, it's just these are dangerous things for this group because every like the wide receivers and tight ends are they're reliant on the quarterbacks to be good. And if Jay Kaner is going to be bad this whole week, it, it could be a long week for some of these guys uh, in the receiving core. That's a great point. You know, 
this, the quarterback position is the engine. You know, we talked about this on the ride down here. You know, I was, of course, going to bat for my dude, Kirk Cousins, and I was just pointing to all the players that we as fantasy football people have relied on in the past and won championships on the past whose engine was Kirk Cousins, Jamison Crowder, Chris Thompson, um, Matt Kelly. You know, the quarterback does make a difference. So like you said, I think it's going to be interesting this week to watch how if the if the the chemistry does build with the group, you know, from day one to day two, be interested to watch that tomorrow. Hayner, like you said, I don't, I don't watch a lot of college football, but he didn't look, you know, you're not lying. He didn't look great today. You know, uh, there was a lot of incompletions that he was throwing, a lot of overthrows, a lot of just bad, just bad throws in general. Um, and he had every opportunity. I mean, they gave him plenty of throws, too, to make some good ones. And by contrast, like you said, Hall looked pretty, pretty crisp out there. He took some shots early. So we'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, we do get some interviews with some players as well. Those are up. Those will go up on the shorts feed and on the YouTube uh, or on the TikTok. And we'll try to maybe patch some into the podcast for y'all listening. Uh, but but we have that stuff and we'll, we'll post it somewhere. So be be on the lookout for that. Any final thoughts on this group here before we talk about the wide receivers, tight ends, and then the defensive players that we saw on the national team and then move to the American team? Yeah, I mean, I will say that on the defensive side, there wasn't a whole – I mean, Isaiah Foskey looked good, but we didn't really get to see a lot of their reps. Um, as far as the DB group goes, it, it was a fine group, but not necessarily – anyone that stood out i would say the most one the you know the one that stood out the most was jl skinner from boise state um just because he's six four i mean he's six four 211 which is a crazy sized human he was super skinny out there he's really gonna have to bulk up if he's gonna be uh out there and involved um you had mentioned that Kayvon merriweather kind of gave you kyle duggar vibes which i can't say i disagree with that that was probably a really honestly a decent comp for him um, but I would like to get more into the defense as we go along. Um, but then as far as I, I guess the last thing is the wide receivers, uh, Trey Palmer looks really good. And I really want to see more from Trey Palmer this week. It's just if the quarterbacks are going to hold all these guys back, it kind of sucks. But he looked really good. And then uh, Reed from Michigan State wide receiver, he uh, – was the fastest player on the first team or for the first practice today. He went at 20 miles per hour, which is what they clocked him at with the zebra technology that they're pushing down here this week. And yeah, exactly. And so I'm sure that's going to boost him up somebody's board because when you get a speedy wide receiver, they just fall over themselves thinking he needs to be on their team. Surprised he won't be a first round pick by the end of this. Yeah, we didn't focus too, too much on the defense with this group. We did talk to Foskey, and we did watch him. He had some good rest. We did get some good D-line video. But tomorrow we'll, we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive into these guys. We'll probably split up maybe half and half, watch the different drills. Maybe I'll do offense on the you know, American team, and then the next day we'll do switched over or something. But we'll, we'll get, we're going to do this every night or every afternoon after we do the practices. Uh, it, these aren't going to be super long. We've been going 10 minutes. We're going to recap the American team as well. Take any questions that y'all have in the uh, comments out here. We would love to, or any comments on or any players you want us to look at or maybe watch, you know, we'd love to hear your, your input and feedback on that. But um, we're going to do these every night. Like I said, tonight, tomorrow night, and I guess we'll do one Thursday night. 
give you guys a recap of what we're seeing and, and kind of the conversations too that we're hearing here in Mobile from the other coaches or from coaches, you know, from scouts, from other fantasy people. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting organizations here, a lot of interesting people, um, teams from teams to, to data people to fantasy people to everything in between. So um, any final thoughts before we move to the American team? Um, I just don't want it to be missed how important Roshan Johnson was in this first group. I mean, he is the most uh, NFL-ready player, and I, I think either on offense and defense in this first group, I mean, Isaiah Foskey definitely looks the part and definitely was good, but I think Roshan is going to be the one come fantasy football time that matters the most. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, sorry. I was muted. Um, let's move on down this group to the American team. We have the wide receivers. We did have uh, quite a few wide receivers in this group that we liked. Um, you know, they, they kind of stole the show, and that's really the truth. They had better quarterback play, though. So let's just go ahead and start there. Um, you have Tank Dell here in your notes. Princeton's Andre Isovias. You know, maybe that's the right name, Rashi Rice. You know, what, what did you see that you liked? We just put up a short. We talked to Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. He had a nice day, had a couple of good catches, uh, was very good in and out of his cuts and breaks from what we saw. But go ahead, talk about the wide receivers, and then we'll talk about – we did get to see this group go up against each other in some one-on-ones with the defensive backs and the wide receivers, which we didn't get to see in the first group. So we got a little bit uh, better look overall at this group, I thought, as well. But – what are your thoughts, Billy? Um, I mean, obviously, this wide receiver group was the that this was the most excited, uh, exciting group uh, to come into this to see. Um, honestly, when they put out the roster and they showed that you know Mingo, Rice, Dell were all going to be on this team, I was like, this was the one I was kind of gravitating towards the most. And honestly, it didn't disappoint. Um, but the one that stole the show today was the Andre Evas. I don't not probably Iovius guy from Princeton who I mean he made a drop early which kind of got a lot of people like looking around like does he belong out here but then after that he was the one that made the most spectacular catches the entire day I mean he was making you know one-handed grabs in the end zone able to get both feet down he was just able to beat his uh 
assignment for defensive backs and able to catch the ball. Like he was the most impressive, um, you know, person out there as far as like how he was catching the ball and, you know, maybe he was making it look hard. I don't know, but it looked great on, um, you know, to us. Um, the other wide receivers, they kind of looked exactly how I had hoped. Uh, Rasheed Rice uh, is a little bit shorter than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to measure at about 6'2", and he was only six foot, um, according to the Senior Bowl account, which is still – he's still good, guys. He's not bad. Like, he's still take – he's just not as big as we had hoped. Honestly, this might slide him down some people's draft boards, which might make it better for your fantasy situation. Um, and then Tank Dell, who led the – uh, t- uh, led the country in receiving yards and in receiving touchdowns in college football was just simply amazing out there today. I mean, his, his ability to his speed and his ability to just leave receivers in the dust. I mean, he cooked this one poor defensive back twice um, on the two reps that he played against him. It was just, it was South Carolina. The last name's rush. He was just got burnt both times, and it was just kind of sad. To, sad to see because he's going to be thinking about Tank Dell tonight, and Tank Dell definitely led the part. Him being five eight does seem like it's going to be an issue for some people, but you know it's not a matter of how tall he is; it's a matter of how good he is. And I think even though he's kind of small, I think this could be another Wandale Robinson type of situation where a team could take him in that role. Um, and then I just quickly want to mention Jonathan Mingo. His size was really good. I mean, he's like, I think he was like 6'1", 220, which is incredible size. Um, and we talked to Jonathan Mingo, and he said that he's going to model his game after the old wide receiver, um, old Miss wide receivers of the past, like DK Metcalf um, and A.J. Brown, which is like exactly what you want to hear from him. And I think when he gets the NFL, he's the exact same size as those guys. So why can't he be as good? That's the thought process there, you know. Love it, love it, love it. It was a good time today talking to those guys. Um, you know, a lot of really interesting, like you said, that one fella whose name I'm not going to say again, he did early on. It was like, yeah, what's going on with this guy? And then he just took over. So I like this group a lot more. Defensive backs, I saw a few guys out there like that were getting cooked, but I saw a few guys that were, I mean, glued to some of these receivers pretty heavy in those uh, those one-on-one drills they were doing. They weren't throwing the ball during those, but there were some guys that were definitely not letting any separation happen. So I'm going to be keeping my eye on those guys, try and identify maybe some good safeties down here. Um, take a, you know, take in, take a deep dive and have some more conversations with the, the scouts, the managers, the, the other personnel people that are down here. We're going to go out here in a little bit and have some food and drinks and do the whole, you know, Mobile, Alabama thing. But um, yeah, my, my final thoughts on this group are, really that this was the better overall group i thought uh that their drills looked better the the players looked like they were a little bit sharper but we'll we'll see you know that first group they were the very first ones like the jitters maybe there's something to that you know the very first people hit the field you know whatever it may be i'm interested to see if this holds true all week that the american team is the team to keep an eye on or if the uh the national team can maybe push up a little bit I really did like the the tight ends as well. I mean, it's, it's easy to look good when you're a tight end and you're playing against defensive backs who maybe won't make it in the NFL, you know, just in general. But some of these some of these tight ends here looked like they were some pretty husky, mean, lean, killing machine type fellas. So be keeping an eye on them as well. Defensively, we wanted to talk to uh, McDonald. What was his name again? Will? Yeah. Um, we were going to try to talk to Will McDonald. We're going to keep an eye on him uh, later this rest of the week. 
he's one of the players we are watching. Uh, we did talk to Foskey. Like I said, we'll have that interview up eventually. Talk to some of these guys more tomorrow. And we, this should be a fun process for us to go through with you all. Any questions from anybody that is watching the live stream or anybody that watches this between now and tomorrow when we post, go ahead and drop in the comments below what players you like want us to keep an eye on, any things in particular. Uh, oh, looks like we got a question here. Any thoughts on Keanu Benton? All right, Billy, what did you see from Keanu Benton today? Um, I mean, he's a part of the D-tackle group. Didn't really get to – we. he was a part of the D-tackle group, and we didn't really get to see much of their practice today since it was at the opposite side of the field. Um, he is one that I'm looking forward to diving more into as we uh, go through the process because I, 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 I like his profile and I, you know, it, it's just tough to get down there to see all of them today. I mean, we didn't even get to see Andre Carter for all that much, um, which was one of the most exciting players coming into this class for me. Didn't really get to see Will McDonald at full strength either. We just got to see him in some of the later on drills when they were having both teams playing at the same time. So wider like defense tomorrow for this group will be probably the one we deep dive, even though the most heads were turning for the wide receiver class, which I, I another thing we need to throw out there before we move on from wide receivers even is that um, all of the coaches and all the scouts were moving to Rasheed Rice. Like they have honed in on watching this kid this week. So I think if Rasheed Rice has a good week this week, I would say today it wasn't super great day for Rasheed Rice, but it wasn't bad either. I think it was just kind of in the middle. Um, but he has definitely got the eyes and ears and everything else of all the scouts and coaches that are here looking for wide receivers. We both, um, everyone in the stands kind of noticed that the Chicago Bears uh, scouts and coaches were kind of keeping an extra eye on him, which could mean, you know, could mean some good things for the Bears when they, when he comes available, um, you know, with their with their picks in the future. Um, but just to move on from this, I just want to talk about what was probably my favorite, one of my favorite players of the day was uh, Julius Brents from Kansas State. He's a defensive back. I think he's going to try to play cornerback, but I definitely could see him moving to safety. Um, but he was the best coverage uh, defensive back out there today. I mean, it wasn't even close. Um, nobody else, everybody else, it was kind of like you win some, you lose some. Julius Prince did not lose anything today. There was not a receiver, and he was going up against the best ones, and he was not losing those reps. He was turning them inside, not letting him get outside. Anytime they blew past him, he was with them step for step. I, I, I was over. I was impressed with him during the season, just kind of watching him from afar. But actually seeing him play and seeing his passion, I mean, when he he had an interception that ended up was going to get flagged, which I. I'd argue maybe it wasn't a flag, but he had one interception today that he got flagged for that. He just like threw the ball. He was just like, Oh, just like so excited for. It. And just like that guy seems like he is the kind of energetic person that you want on your team. And I like that, that. He has my attention. I definitely added him to our list of people to interview this week because I, I, I don't know, just really falling for that guy a little bit. I think he's definitely got a, the got, got the goods, you know? Amen, brother. All right. Well, like I said, this is not going to be very long. This is basically going to be a day, a dump of some notes and just some comments quickly. Every night after we go to both practices, we are down here at the Senior Bowl. We'll be here for all three practices. Like I said in the comments, if there's any players you want us to keep an eye on, if you have any questions about what's going on down here, just give us a what's up. Throw us a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. 
Uh, and we will be back tomorrow. And like I said, be sure to look up for all of our short form content as well. Follow the Twitter, follow the TikTok, all that good stuff. We'll be putting this up on the podcast feed as well. So everybody should get some of this, this uh, Mobile, Alabama, Reese's Senior Bowl goodness. And that's it for me. Any, any final words at all, Billy? Uh, no. no, I would just uh, – I guess the only final thing I'd have is like what Nagy said when we got here at the beginning press conference that there's going to be potentially four tight ends in the first round. That's not going to happen. There may be two. I could probably hear, you, hear him out on two. But to hear that there might be four – seems crazy to me but then again maybe he's ahead of the curve maybe he's way ahead of us in that department because i only saw one and that being michael mayer two i think musgrave could could potentially get up there but four seems impossible but i guess we'll see all right sounds like jim Nagy is a dynasty head he's scouting those deep tight ends he's buying into the hype he's creating the hype go jim Nagy and your oh your little rinky dink your upstart twitter account um you know that was a funny that was a funny mic drop today too but all right support the channel throw us a thumbs up throw us a super chat get in the ultimate idp index get in the ultimate dynasty index get into the rookie rankings we love you idp army we love you every fantasy football fan out there and we hope to see you back soon Looking for the ultimate edge in fantasy football? The Ultimate Fantasy Index is finally here. The Ultimate Fantasy Index features the Ultimate Dynasty Index, the Ultimate IDP Index, and the Ultimate Best Ball Index. Each index features tiered rankings that are updated daily, which means you'll have a clear understanding of not only who the top players are, but also who the next best options are. More fun, more football, more fantasy for the culture. Join the IDP Army and start winning your leagues today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.